Welcome back to More Morgulons. I'm Crystal Clear, the host of More Morgulons, the only podcast that tips the scales of justice in favor of people who have scales on their face. People with Morgulons, we're the Morgies. It sucks to be us. There's aliens in us, and no one believes it. All right. If you're not a morgue out there and you're listening to more morgue lines, I'm, what the fuck? How did you get here? Um, but welcome. All are welcome here. And I am telling y'all it is supposed to snow this weekend in Atlanta. Will it happen? Probably. Because we just got MLK Jr. holiday officialized at my workplace. Hallelujah. Um, but of course, that means since it's a paid holiday, there'll be a staffing crisis and I'll have to work. <laughs> Don't you love it? Being committed. Yep. All right. Well, stay tuned. We're going to have a great episode as usual. This one's especially good. I would seriously stick around. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, today I am wanting to talk about China. Yes, um, you know, just this new variant, Omicron, um, it is completely insane. There's like a million people a day getting coronavirus in the United States, guys. Doesn't matter if they were vaccinated or not. That's what the maps show. That's what the data says. Um, Just want to kind of get in our time machine and travel back to hindsight. Yes, 2020. Um, there was an article on July 24th, 2020 in the New York Times. It was an opinion piece, uh, but it's called China is harvesting the DNA of its people. Is this the future of policing? Authorities are systematically gathering genomic data from tens of millions of people. Okay. What does this have to do with Morgulons? Well, if you take the extremely obvious, um, leap of, faith and toy around with the idea that uh, COVID-19 is a bioweapon designed in a lab in Wuhan that studies respiratory viruses like um, exactly the coronavirus that the whole world is being plagued with. Um, Yeah, and they do gain-of-function testing there to make the virus more transmissible and virulent. So, yeah, I know it's a crazy idea that the coronavirus that, uh, sorry, naturally spread out of Wuhan, as, uh, <laughs> what's that guy's name? They used to host The Daily Show, Johnny Coltrane. No, that's a jazz musician. Um, Josh Stewart. He was saying, yeah, they're saying a bat kissed a turtle in the wet market, and that's how it all started. And yet, right across the street from the wet market is a level four virology lab that studies coronaviruses and does gain-of-function research. Coincidence? Uh, duh. Okay, 
But this article, let's travel back to the year of hindsight in 2020 and read what Emil Dirks and James Leibold uh, have to say. They're both experts on ethnic issues in modern China. For several years now, the police and other authorities in China have been collecting across the country DNA samples from millions of men and boys who aren't suspected of having committed any crime. And going back to what this has to do with Morgulons, um, listen, if the Chinese are behind COVID and they've engineered a bioweapon to basically annihilate, um, you know, five, six million people now, what is it, uh, across the world uh, in order to gain uh, global dominance, um, if they're capable of that shit, well, then they're totally capable of bioengineering uh, precursor uh, to COVID. They were like, let's make crazy Mogollon disease. See how that goes. Um, but yeah, apparently it only infected like 20,000 of us over all over the world. I don't believe that. Do you guys think those numbers are right? I keep reading stats that are from like 2009 or something. Like 14,000 people have more glottons. I think I've read 20,000 um, more recently. But like, where are these numbers coming from? It is so frustrating that um, 20 years into this whole Morgulon's disease outbreak, um, we still don't even have like basic demographics, epidemiological information. Where's my Morgulon's map? I got my COVID map. Um, But yeah, that's an oversight of the Charles E. Holman Research Foundation and any other, um, of course, the CDC, but we counted them off of our list a long time ago. Um, But yeah, it kind of pisses me off that we don't have like, real numbers um to even because no one's really even looking at this thing they're just trying to sell you um some kind of fucking lyme disease bullshit okay moving on millions of men and boys are having their dna collected in china in 2020 it actually started happening in 2019 and before that Um, Anyway, in a report published by the Australian Strategic Policy Institute last month, we exposed the extent of the Chinese government's program of genetic surveillance. It is no longer limited to Xinjiang, Tibet, and other areas mostly populated by ethnic minorities the government represses. DNA collection serving no apparent immediate need has spread across the entire country. We estimate that the authority's goal is to gather the DNA samples of 35 million to 70 million Chinese males. Matched against official family records, surveillance footage, or witness statements and police reports, these samples will become a powerful tool for the Chinese authorities to track down a man or boy, or failing that, a relative of his, for whatever reason they deem fit. Or to, you know, really tailor their bioweapon and create one that only attacks non-Chinese people, as we're seeing play out. (laughs) How many people have died in in China? 5,000 or something? Less than 5,000 of COVID? Um, I think like 800,000 have died in America so far. Just America. That's not including the rest of the world. Um, The Chinese government denies the existence existence of any such program. Who? Us? But since our study's publication, we have continued to uncover online scattered evidence revealing the program's enormous scale, including government reports and official procurement orders for DNA kits and testing services. DNA is being harvested across the country in the southwestern provinces of Yunnan and Guizhou, sorry, in central southern Hunan and in Shandong and Jingzhou in the east and up north in the autonomous region of Inner Mongolia. Um, have you noticed, guys, that Mongolia on the COVID map is like, uh, 
plum, magenta, purple, meaning that there's 8 million bazillion COVID cases, while China, while sitting right next to it, is like barely off-white, indicating that there's like, you know, five people supposedly that have COVID over there. Doesn't make any sense. I don't care how much you lock down, people. If Omicron is, is as transmissible as it appears to be everywhere else in the world, um, other places are locking down too. Other places are vaccinated. It really doesn't make sense. Um, and we have fresh proof, including official documents, showing that DNA samples are also being gathered in major urban centers. For a time, the focus seemed to be largely on rural communities. That's an interesting detail. An official report dated June 16th, available on a website of the government of Sichuan province, province, details the creation of a DNA database by the Public Security Bureau of the city of Chengdu, the province's capital, and seeks expert opinion on the creation of a male ancestry investigation system. Hmm. Only the real Chinese be COVID proof. It documents how 17 public security offices have collected DNA samples from nearly 600,000 male residents across the city. That's about 7% of Chengdu's male population, assuming that roughly half of the city's total population of about 16.6 million is male. The Chengdu procurement report states that building a massive genetic database about local residents will help the police, quote, maintain public order and stability, as well as meet the needs of daily casework. This is of no comfort. I'm not too worried about, you know, uh, citizens' rights violations in China regarding their police, you know, investigations. I'm kind of more worried about um, this worldwide end times plague that everyone but China is dying from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In China, securing the public order essentially means maintaining the uncontested rule of the Communist Party. Dissent is a crime, and police operations are a key part of the state's apparatus of repression. The Chinese police are not doing this work alone. Evidence continues to accumulate that private companies, both Chinese and foreign, are complicit in this extraordinarily vast and ominous assault on the privacy of Chinese citizens. Uh, Again, not too concerned about the privacy of Chinese citizens when almost a million Americans have died of this mystery virus. Um, In Hunan province, Hungru Scientific Instruments Limited, a company based in the provincial capital that produces a range of medical, chemical, and scientific products, has sold to the Public Security Bureau of the city of Liuyang some 140,000 DNA testing kits produced by Thermo Fisher Scientific, a a U.S.-based Fortune 500 company. That's enough equipment to test roughly one in five men in the community. In Fujian, okay, y'all. Thermo Fisher Scientific, write a letter to your congressperson. They can't send more shit to China and us expect this fucking COVID shit to stop, okay? Um, In Fujian province, Forensic Genomics International, a subsidiary of BGI Group, a Chinese gene sequencing and biomedical company that describes itself as, quote, one of the world's leading life science and genomics organizations, won a contract to analyze... Excuse me. Won a contract to analyze 16,000 blood samples collected by one district in the province's capital as part of the authority's effort to build a, quote, male ancestry investigation system. The estimated total male population of the district is 43,500. 
The Australian Strategic Policy Institute has contacted Thermo Fisher and Forensic Genomics International asking for comments on our report. Neither company replied. In a statement issued to the New York Times for a news story last month related to the report, a representative of Thermo Fisher said that the company was, quote, proud to be a part of the many positive ways in which DNA identification has been applied from tracking down criminals to stopping human trafficking and freeing the unjustly accused. Okay, nice soundbite, but uh, doesn't really address the issue here. The note, titled Statement on Xinjiang, did not address the concerns we raised about the potential for widespread abuse of genomic data by the Chinese police throughout the country uh, and the world. Thermo Fisher had previously been criticized by human rights organizations and scholars for supplying DNA collection and analysis equipment to the Chinese authorities in support of their campaign of repression against ethnic minorities in Xinjiang. Already in February 2019, the company had vowed to cease any such sales in the region. This is coming out a year later. Still doing it. Earlier this week, the U.S. Commerce Department added to its list of sanctioned companies two other subsidiaries subsidiaries of BGI Group, the Chinese parent company of Forensic Genomics International, for, quote, conducting genetic analyses used to further the repression of Uyghurs and other Muslim minorities in Xinjiang. BGI Group has rejected the accusations, yet the company is also reported to have agreed to build, quote, a gene bank in the, re- in the region. BGI Group has also been producing tens of millions of COVID-19 test kits for distribution to more than 80 countries, raising concerns in places like Australia and California that any DNA data collected in the process might then be misused. And we know they did do that. We know they did do that. They collected Americans and uh, the DNA of 80 different other, you know, countries, citizens from those countries. Um, And I would assume... They fed him into the supercomputer and said, make Omicron. Um, And here we are. Uh, This is all speculation, guys, but it's very damning circumstantial evidence. It needs to be investigated further. I mean, yeah, we got to investigate Morgulons further because we barely investigated it at all. Um... But at the same time, like, there's this other disease called COVID-19 that's, like, uh, killing everyone and shutting down uh, businesses and the economy um, and making my life as a nursing administrator a living fucking hell. Um, But, yeah, so how, you know, for me, when I first started this podcast, when I first got Morgulans, I was like, there's no way in hell this is a bioweapon that's conspiracy theory, insanity, crazy shit. Um, Now... Since the world has become an insane conspiracy theory uh, in the last two years, I'm going to have to say Morgulon's looking like it could be more likely that it is some kind of nefarious, uh, crazy shit. Um, maybe it's just Moogalons. Maybe I just, you know, accidentally got a little too close to a cow and somehow this shit jumped on my face. I don't think so. Uh, I live in an urban area don't know any cows um but yeah (sighs) anyway for now china appears to be the only country in the world where police are harvesting and mass dna samples outside the scope of criminal investigations but how much longer before others follow sweet suit suit in other countries including the united states law enforcement authorities are also pushing the ethical boundaries of genetic data collection and then they start talking about genetic genealogy and how they caught the golden state killer blah 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 um 
global norms around how to handle genomic data are unsettled. And against that shifting background, the actions of superpowers like China and the United States are likely to set dangerous precedents for other states. The high courts of some countries like Kuwait and Kenya have either banned as unconstitutional or restricted the mass collection of DNA by state authorities. Good job, Kuwait and Kenya. Other states are trying to forge ahead. In India, the government of Prime Minister Narendra Modi introduced a bill last year aimed at expanding the application of DNA-based forensic technologies to support and strengthen the justice delivery system of the country. But but advocacy groups have identified the risk of potential misuses. A senior judge had previously warned that legislation covering India's vast system of biometric identification, ADHAR, might be interpreted in the future to justify the collection not only of people's fingerprints and iris scans, but of DNA samples as well. Last month, civil rights groups in Thailand raised concerns that Thai border authorities, including soldiers, had without explanation forcibly taken DNA samples from minority Muslim Thai citizens returning from Malaysia. Malaysia, for its part, is mulling plans to create a national registration system that would link biometric and DNA data to existing ID documents, this purportedly to keep ineligible foreigners from fraudulently being added to the country's citizenship roles. The battle over biometric privacy will be one of the defining civil liberty issues of the 21st century, and grimly on this front, too, China seems to be leading the way. Um, yeah. Don't think that they either had the perspective in 2020 to um, take the next logical leap of, uh, you know, thought into the COVID pandemic, but... One thing's for sure in 2022, 2022, this shit has not stopped. It has not slowed down. If it has anything, it has amped up. And while you're out there collecting all this genetic information to um, carry out your evil genius, mad science, weird science plans to destroy the world and take over, um, could you look into Morgulons and figure out what the hell is going on there? Did you guys do that, China? Did y'all make Morgulons? If you did, um, we're gonna have to talk about that. I need the vaccine. Um, Okay. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.